All right, hello. Welcome to episode 10 of the Open Door Policy Podcast. My name is Ronnie. I'm joined with my two gorgeous co-hosts, Matt and Carson. Say hello, boys. How's it going, everybody? Howdy. There it is. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about college football, maybe a little MLB, talk about Christmas decisions, Carson's movie of the week, and of course, end it on Hot Athlete of the Week. We have a special iteration of Hot Athlete of the Week this week, and I'm very excited. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about the hot things going on in college football. Um, the committee, the committee, the committee announced the top four that will be playing in the college football championship. I'm unhappy. Carson, I think it's safe to assume you're unhappy. Go Matt, Irish. you have a different opinion. Say what? <laughs> you got a Rudy fan over here. <laughs> that's all he wants to talk about. Uh, but Matt, I think you're the only one that's that's. I don't actually. I don't know. You you started talking, and I told you to shut up so we could save it for the podcast. I'm not um, unhappy. So I'm gonna let. So it's not that I'm not unhappy. I'm unhappy. I'm an Aggie fan, so I'm unhappy. But I'm willing to reason and understand why it's here. I'm not going to make friends with my opinions here, so I'm sorry in advance for those that dis- disagree with me. But. I, I've gotten several people that reached out to me asking me about my opinion on this. What happened here? What happened here? My family asked me when I got home today. And this is the way I wanted the, the uh, playoff rankings to shake down. In an ideal world, this is the way I wanted it. I wanted it to be Bama at number one, Clemson at number two. I mean, it's obvious. Okay. I wanted us at number three so we didn't have the rematch of, of us and Bama. So we played mm-hmm. Clemson. And then Ohio State at four. I leave Ohio State in there and I take Notre Dame out. That's my hot take there. Some people, everyone that has asked me about it, says they take Ohio State out because they've only played six games. So I think I agree with you in the fact that I think Notre Dame should be out. Um, I think it's ridiculous. and I think, Carson, you can agree too that Ohio State was considered. Uh, Big Ten didn't want to play football this year. They were the first ones and the only ones to say, nah, we're not doing it. And then they bend over backwards to put everyone in there. Uh, and, and then Ohio State, and then the Big Ten has to bend over backwards to get Ohio State into the championship uh, in order for them to, to Listen, have a... The, the Big Ten is not the Big Ten if the Ohio State doesn't win the championship. So, of course, they're going to let not, them win it. <laughs> Who did they bump out of that? They didn't them? let anybody win that. I don't know if you watched that game. Northwestern definitely held their own for about three quarters. Who who did they, who got bumped from the game so Ohio State could be in it? Uh, that I actually don't know. I, I, all I know is they made a they made a rule change because in the Big Ten rules it used to be you had to play a minimum of seven games. You had to play and six. They changed it so she could get into it with yeah. ten or with six, which is why A and M was going to have a chance to play. Ohio State as a as a non conference like one off thing. Yeah, that would have been entertaining. I think I would have paid money to go see that. I'm not going to lie. Um, but no, I, I think Ohio State is is better than Notre Dame, and I definitely think they should have been in there. I think the Big Ten shot themselves in the foot with all the nonsense they pulled um, at the beginning of the season and then towards the end of the season. But Notre Dame shouldn't be in there. Notre Dame being number four, and I, I tweeted this earlier is as fraudulent as Matt, Manti Teo's girlfriend. And if you remember that same year, Notre Dame played Bama in the BCS championship and got their crap yeah. pushed in. They lost like 13-42. to 42. It was embarrassing. 
Notre Dame should not be in the top four. I'm not saying they should be. Okay, and I know I know I've had arguments with people or discussions with people about it lately that they they don't know that that's the correct answer that's coming out of me. I don't think they should be there, but my biggest problem is, as Aggie fans, can either of you tell me a reason besides the Florida win why we should be there? No. Uh, yes. Okay, what is it? Time of possession, uh, amount of our, our differential in our sorry, our run defense is insane. Our running game is is stupid with two sophomores. Um, mm-hmm. We put up almost 300 yards on Tennessee, and listen, Tennessee's not a good team this year. No, but the fact that we held them to 16 yards mm-hmm. of running offense is ridiculous. We were we absolutely dominating the clock. Anybody know how much time that we spent yesterday uh, with the ball? It was no, on. I, I saw the stat line. It was some god awful number. I mean, it was ridiculous. My biggest problem is we only have one game outside of Bama that has any sort of reputation with it, which was the Florida win. And even then, we got our absolute ass handed to us by Bama. We lost by 30 points. That was the second game of the season. Did you see the yard differential between us? I don't care when you play them, second game of the season or not. I think you play them tomorrow, we're still not going to win. I don't think so either. We have a better chance than win the second game of the season, but I still don't think we're going to win. I agree with Matthew here. I think we have a better chance. I think we have a better chance than Notre Dame. I do too, but the biggest problem here, everyone, I don't want to say everyone's blind to it, SEC, the SEC bias is very real. No one's willing to step you back damn from it. Right. All right. Hang on, you ready for the time of possession? I found it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, time of possession for Tennessee, uh, 15 minutes and 51 seconds, which means time of possession for Texas A&M, 44 minutes and 9 seconds. I mean, my biggest my biggest issue is the SEC bias is so real that no one's – everyone, and including my, myself included, I don't think the ACC is good at football. They're a basketball conference. But you still have to know that they played 10 games. That's a lot. And not, I'm not saying they're worth it or anything, but I'm just saying that, like, they have the same reputation we have and they have the same amount of ranked games we have that, like, I mean, the resume is there and you just have to know that the biggest problem here is the college football playoff committee went for money. 100%. I told this, 100%. To, I told this to Cub today whenever he called me. He asked why they chose... A, or Notre Dame over A&M, I said they're going for money. And he goes, well, the A&M fan base is so big. I go, okay, Cub, let's take it this way. Take the A&M fan base out of it. How many people in America would rather watch A&M play than Notre Dame? If you took both fan bases away, how many people outside of those schools would rather watch A&M rather no. than Notre Dame? No. What? No, 100%. No, Notre Dame is a America favorite. I think it's an 80-20 split. I don't Here's the thing. I don't understand where this bias for Notre Dame comes. Is it because their train of dominance began in the 1940s when neither of us were none of us Honestly, were born yes. and none of our parents were born for the most part? I, I don't understand it. I really don't. I, it's the same why, thing with Ohio State. Why do you think there's so State. many Dodgers fans? Why do you think there's so many Yankees fans? Because those are two populated states in America. 
That's why. They're they're We're, sports dynasties Indiana. back in the day. They still are good. Okay. Oh, yeah, because all they do is throw money at their players. Okay, are you saying Notre Dame pays their players? Listen. No, I'm saying there's a crap load of Catholics in this world. <laughs> there's, a, there's a crap load of Catholics over at uh, A&M too, huh? I've seen a couple shirts. <laughs> I'm just saying they went for money, and it's pretty obvious with it being a virtual playoffs... What do you want? You're going to need views. And I'm sorry, no one wants... I mean, not that anyone really wants to watch Notre Dame get their shit pushed in. But, like, no one's going to want to watch a rematch when they can watch Notre Dame get the crap beat out of them for the first time. And that's why you put us at number three. Let us play Clemson and get our teeth pushed in by uh, good old Sunshine. Big Ten can literally lick my toes. Sunshine. I'm full of unpopular opinions Matt, today. I am, I've been told Matt, by everyone. I'm, I am on your side here. I'll be honest. There we go. Okay. At least I got somebody because I just sitting here, the, the bias is so real that you just can't, you have to step back. You have to step back and realize that, yes, they've only played six games, but three of those six were against ranked opponents at the time. Granted, none of those opponents finished with a winning record, but they were ranked at the time. We only have one ranked game outside of Alabama. One. The SEC is not as good as it was in the past this year. Hey, listen. The SEC is having a rough year. Oh, I 100% agree with you. You also got to realize that we're beating each other up. We're beating each other up. Okay. I don't we have, disagree we, with that. We're lo- we're losing a ton of out-of-conference games that normally are cupcakes. I'll give you that. But at the mm-hmm. same time, if everybody is shooting each other in the foot, I mean, look at LSU. LSU is garbage, and they beat Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay? It just it's, – it screwed, it screwed everything up and hurt us. I'm sorry. We're all giggling. Did you get – your brother just sent us a <laughs> – So – so Matt's brother just put the three of us into a Facebook group. Stupid bitch. And just sent us a meme. Oh. With Matt's face on Thomas the Tank Engine. And it is the most incredible thing I've seen all day. Because Matt's not a train guy. You gotta remember that. That's so good. He's he's flying in today. He is. He is flying in later today. Um but yeah, I think the the SEC didn't play as well. We beat each other up this year. Man, I'm looking at the stat sheets, but I'm I still think we have a better chance a than I I understand and I do love the SEC. I will sit here and I do love the fact that we're still here and we are I do believe as an SEC fan and a bias myself, I do believe we are one of the stronger conferences, if not the strongest. But sounds like bias to me. I'm sitting here, I have to be real with myself that that's not going to change. The rankings aren't going to change. The committee doesn't like us. So, like, That's fine. not true. They liked us when but we had we're Trevor We're going to go in. We're going to go in. We're going to beat the ever-loving hell out of North Carolina. And Mac Brown, I'm okay with it. Throwback. Yeah, Mac Brown's the it's coach in, over there. It, it's in Florida, right? It is. It's in, uh, it's in the Dolphin Tampa? Stadium, Hard Rock Stadium. Never mind. That's not Tampa. That's Miami. Um, what I am excited about is that the Rose Bowl got moved to AT&T Stadium. Yep. Thank you, California, for being scared. Woo! I mean, they are one of the hot spots of the disease. We will talk about the virus. Uh, it's another thing we could talk about, but I don't feel like it, to be honest. <laughs> also, fun fact, like 
Uh, A&M also had uh, more time possession than Bama when we played them. Uh, didn't help, but we had more first downs. We had more third down conversions. Uh, we had more plays, and uh, we still lost. Uh, but, you know, no big deal. I just don't, I can't I don't think there's any team that's going to beat Bama. Bama's going for what? Uh, I'll give Clemson. I think Clemson's going to have the best shot, but that's just because of Sunshine and Dabo. Although I will say Trevor Lawrence locked in his Heisman yesterday. He was out for how many weeks? Three weeks? Four weeks? Three weeks? I think he locked in his Heisman yesterday because it just proved, and I love all the announcers beforehand that were like, oh, it was more than just Trevor. It had to be more than just Trevor. Nope. No. Trevor Lawrence proved yesterday he is the MVP of that team and that he should be carrying that trophy at the end of the year. What's even better for Trevor Lawrence is that the Jets got their first win today and no longer have the first pick of the draft. Yeah, which means he now could, I mean, granted there's still two more weeks of the season, but he has the potential to go to Jacksonville. To the Jags. I think Jacksonville is a better spot for him. Uh, Sorry to Gardner Minshew, Carson. I know he's your boy. He'll find a place. He, 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 he always has a place okay. in my yeah, heart. He'll, he'll go to Washington and play on the football team. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Jacksonville is going to be a good spot for him. Jets got their first win. We were uh, incorrect. The um, the Steelers lost not once but twice before the Jets got their first win. I, I, I believe uh, that's what I exciting. picked. I've I, I got to say, I think I was right about that. Couldn't tell you. I don't even remember when we talked about I that. I don't know. Do you guys? I, I, th- I, think you, I think you were right. I don't know. But anyway, speaking of NFL, did you guys hear that the NFL is going to be broadcasting some oh, wild card weekend yes. on Nickelodeon? <laughs> they say they want to get the youngsters involved. And they're going to be putting so some animations and all sorts of things all over like overlaying these games. Uh, what I just I saw that and I had I had if to ask you have... about that today. Yo, if someone doesn't get slimed in the end zone, I'm gonna be pissed. Apparently, that's one of the t- if they touchdown don't have celebrations. SpongeBob come out at halftime and do what's the name of that song? I don't know. I can't remember. Sweet, sweet, sweet victory. Sweet uh. victory, boys. If they don't have SpongeBob come out and sing "Sweet Victory." For the halftime show, I will riot. Riot, I tell you. Do you remember when they were riot. do you remember when they were hinting at that for the uh the Super Bowl halftime a couple years yeah. ago and it was Travis Scott instead? <laughs> yeah, and they didn't do anything. Yep. It was horrible. That was disappointing. No, I am all um, about the Nickelodeon crossover. I think it's gonna be a uh, entertaining little. Uh, I think it's hilarious. Little, little thing they're doing, and I mean, not that they need to get any more. In- so, how are you watching? Are you watching on Fox, is, or are you gonna, gonna watch on, on Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon? I'm gonna watch on Nickelodeon. I'm watching on Nickelodeon. I have to yeah, get the full experience. Yeah, they're doing it both places. They're not. <laughs> I think I have to up my cable package for that, but I will do it. <laughs> Um, it's, it, I will say the, the NFL saying that they need to get more engagement from the youngsters is a little weird because honestly, the youngsters are not watching football because they want to watch football. They're watching it because their dad is watching it. 
Like they, that's the that's the only that's the only reason they watch it, and that's the only reason the the NFL continues to have a fan base is because the, it gets ingrained in people at a young age through through their fathers. Well, and they have that big they have that big like what movement um, NFL true. play sixty. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand what I where they think the youngsters are losing there but i think that that might have to do with the fact that like most the audience now is like people our age or older because they're playing fantasy i'm I'm just saying as a marketing from a marketing standpoint i don't necessarily see the dollars to value um minded the nfl guys probably have a lot more reports on this type of thing that they can pull and say no you're fucking wrong but hey you know (laughs) if i if i'm just thinking about it (laughs) Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the NFL has a pretty good fan base when it comes to younger kids because I see kids running around with cowboy stuff on all the time and uh, Juju Juju's on TikTok. Oh, okay, relax. Damn, they still count somewhat. Not everybody needs to know everything. Uh, but Juju's on TikTok. You got you know Patrick Mahomes. See that's you know, that's face my problem there. I don't understand why you would need more youngsters involved when you have people like that. You have Juju. You have all these newer guys coming into the league and influencing them and pulling them in. Then, then why are you gonna need? Why are you gonna need more of an incentive to pull them in? I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'll tell you one one sport that needs more True. young people involved is baseball. True, but that's that an old man sport. Yep, and it's breaking my heart. <laughs> uh, I'm tempted just to leave. <laughs> I'd rather watch listen, curling than watch listen. cricket. All right, guys, have fun, be safe, make good choices. Lol, lots of love, and see you later. I always love Matt has this weird obsession. Every every Winter Olympics, he becomes a, a curling expert. Every four I love years, curling, we man. love. I love curling. it. It might be because Captain America is his name is Matt too, Matt Hamilton. Listen, you know it's just destiny. Listen, there's three Captain Americas I got in my mind. Okay. Okay. No, this is okay. the only Captain America. No. Anyway, there's a bar up here uh, in Dallas that has rooftop curling. Wait, what? We talked about this like two weeks ago. Yeah, I told you that. Oh, I need to Yeah, it was in our group chat. Yeah, you need... (laughs) I'm disappointed that I missed... Or that I have forgotten this information. I need to come do rooftop curling. Yes, you need to come visit. You never visit anymore. You break on my heart. You break on my heart. had a party today. You break on my heart. You break on my heart. Uh, oh my gosh! But baseball, uh, baseball's cool. We got a, the yeah. Rangers got a new GM. Ooh, did they? Who yeah. Did they? Um, his name's Chris Young, I believe. Not the, is it D? He, he's a, a pitcher. Very. He was an old pitcher of ours. Uh, it happened like about two, three weeks ago. Very smart guy. Um, went to Harvard. Again, very smart. Uh, immediately traded Lance Lynn for some pitching prospects to the White Sox. Uh, very excited about that, but we'll see. Uh, nothing well, really much else going know, on in the baseball world. There to be was honest. this little been... team out in Cleveland that has decided to lose their name. Yes, the Cleveland Indians decided to are changing, their, are changing name. their name. 
I don't think they decided to lose it. <laughs> They're changing their name. You know, I agreed with Washington changing their names. Uh, Indians, I don't really see. It's it's touchy, but it's not as yeah, bad it's, as Washington. It's not as, as, not as bad as your team formerly known as the Redskins. I don't. Yeah. The biggest problem with me, like I had, like you have all these teams that are changing their names for those reasons, and I always sat there and had the argument of like, well, you know, the team in Washington's still there. Now that uh, now that they're not, I mean, what's next? The I, Braves. I'll be honest with you. It surprised me. It surprised eh, me. That I don't the think Indians the Braves changed their the names because I feel like the Braves are a more or a less PC name than the Indians are. Personally, like no, they already got rid of the logo. What more do they have to do? It's not like they had. They still don't have Wahoo or Chief Wahoo. Like, I mean, they got rid of the logo. It, they've been rocking a letter for what four or five years now. Like, what? Well, how much more do you have to do? The Browns are literally a color. Okay, don't don't poop on a letter when you got a color as your team name. No, I know, but I'm looking I'm at the Reds as well. The Reds are a color. I don't care. I, I'm not saying I'm pooping on the color. Like they got rid of the offensive part, in my opinion, by getting rid of Wahoo. Yeah, I agree. But then you're talking about they're pooping on them for rocking a letter. I think the letter was fine. I no, like no, no, the no. letter I'm, logo. I'm form. saying I don't understand why they have to change it since they are like they got rid of the offensive part. Uh, the thing in my is, opinion. I don't. I don't think people were lobbying for them to change their name. I yeah, think they're and, just getting ahead see, of it, to be honest. That's disappointing, then. I really wish they would have waited until, like, people got mad. Listen, I'm disappointed that they're not signing Ooh. Francisco Lindor to a long-term deal. Uh, that's the more disappointing thing yeah, for me that when man, it comes to That man Indians. really just I, loves I, baseball. I really do love watching him play. Yeah. Dan Snyder, the owner of the, of the of Washington football team, he was a douchebag about it, you know? They needed to change their name for a long time. He was like, oh, I'm not changing my name. This is my team. Blah, 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 blah. And then he finally changed it Incredible name. Uh, to football team. Um, and apparently they're getting a new name. They're getting a new name, I think, not okay, next season. Okay, hold on. Did you guys after. see that, <laughs> the tweet? It came out about, um, it came out about the time that uh, Washington changed their name to the Washington football team, and they said this committee came in deliberated for like they said like three or four hours on like what to do came out and said they were going to name their team the washington football team well lebron tweeted at him and was like you guys literally sat in there for three to four hours and came out with with a washington football team someone quote tweeted it and said dude your kid's name is literally lebron lebron Jr. jr how long do you think of that one lebron Probably longer than three to four hours. Aren't you named after your grandpa? No, I'm not. Foster? No, that wasn't my grandfather's name. Oh. Came from that side of the family. Oh. I'm just messing with you. Uh, but I, I, what I guaranteed happened in there is that Dan Snyder just shot down everything just to be a petty old rich man and then was like, we're going with football team. I could team. see that. I could see that. And it, I... I will say something that... It's 100% what happened. And the, this might be a little bit of a hot take, and, and y'all can call me on this um, or delete it. I, I do what y'all do. But the <laughs> I think what the Cleveland Indians being proactive and getting, getting rid of their name is going to do is going to create problems for teams, and this is my hot take, a team like the Cowboys. 
because a cowboy in and of itself is not a, a a racial name by any means, but a cowboy is a, the is the the guy that back in olden times cowboys and Indians they're the ones that were killing all the Indians they were running them out that type of thing so I could see it opening a door for people getting mad and wanting the Dallas Cowboys to change their name my only argument with that is that that was a profession you know being a cowboy being a rancher however you want to categorize it Indians is was an incorrect name for the Native Americans, and that's what that that would be my only argument for that. Is that it doesn't represent an, an, an indigenous a hot group. Take either. I mean, I can see where you're coming from there, it. but at the same time, I think it's going to cause more of a problem with other teams like the Braves. But I don't think it's going to cause a problem with teams like the Cowboys. Hey, I mean, I mean, we'll see now. I think the Braves are going to have some. If anybody, anybody has an issue next, it's probably going to be the Braves. But or I mean, the Florida State Cinnamon Roll, Seminoles. You know, they if I know they have support of of the Seminoles to to represent them and the tribe. So they're they're in the clear. Um, but yeah, I just I don't think the Cowboys will have an issue, and I don't think Jerry Jones would give a crap to be honest. Jerry Jones, if you want to come on here and talk nonsense like you do every week on the fan, please feel we free. Are a, we are a pro um, Jerry Jones podcast. I will sit here and listen to you babble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro having him pro on having here. Having him on here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I would shake his hand if I saw him in person. Uh, I would use hand sanitizer before because he's very much vulnerable to Corona. Well, but, hey, you know what? I think in the in the spirit of good sportsmanship, do y'all think we should help Cleveland come up with some new names for their baseball team? <laughs> Listen, sure. I'm so bad at this, and we've already discovered this with Nashville. Listen, okay, well, hold on, hold on. I took it upon myself because you know you, what? Do you I have do a team? Think whenever you have a base, whenever you have a baseball team, major. it needs to be centered around. Uh, something having to do with that city or a, a sports team, like for instance the um, NHL, Washington Capitals, uh, New York Yankees, uh, Seattle Mariners. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just off. the Cleveland Browns because it's, Cleveland it's, that's is what crap. I was getting at. But um, I took it upon myself. I or maybe that's why Odell loves it there, yeah. <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir. We're just gonna glaze over this. <laughs> look, I, I took it upon myself to look up top ten things that Cle- Cleveland is known for, and a few of them I will say, quite surprising. <laughs> First one: know. enjoy beaches and water sports. It's Cleveland. Beaches and water sports is apparently their number one tourist attraction. In case you didn't know, yeah. What? Aren't they? This is according to uh, USA Today, by the way. So beaches and water sports. It's not very big, so it's it's not like a a super metropolis. Um, There's a lot of downtown sports arenas. It is the largest Slovenian population in the United States. Breweries galore. Largest performance art center outside of New York City. Most. 
okay. the most okay. concentrated square mile of arts and culture in the United States. Um, a Christmas story was filmed there. Yeah. Huh. What? Yeah. Really? They can stay there. Um, it is home to one of the best orchestras, and their hot dog is like no other, is what USA Today came up with. So. Is this Chicago? No, Did you look up Chicago? Ten, ten things you might hot not dog know is about good. Cleveland, Ohio. Famous orchestra. Sandy Beach is a Polish boy in the country's largest performance art center outside of New York City. By Beth Reber. Thank you, Beth. Hmm. Okay, well I've got I've got one name. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. <laughs> a lot of breweries. You said there's a lot of breweries? The Cleveland Brewers. Well, no, that yeah. doesn't work. That doesn't work. The, Cleveland you Brewers. Milwaukee. You got Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> what do they what do they do in Milwaukee? Huh? Brew beer? Um I, I legitimately hey, have no name. I, I was in, the Cleveland maybe, beaches, maybe something along the lines with the uh, Cleveland Sl- water Slovenians, sports. the Cleveland sandbaggers, the Cleveland Slovaks or something, the Slovaks, Cleveland Slovaks, Cleveland Slovaks. Oh, I, I think we're going to run into the same issue as they have now. Do what? What's what? That uh, Long Beach, Long Beach. Uh, I don't remember Long Beach. You know, it's something. They're the Cleveland dirtbags. Okay, I mean. You know, you guys know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about. I yeah, forgot. Long Beach Derp. Yeah, the baseball. Yeah, they played baseball in NM a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, go, go dirtbags. I could. I'd buy dirt bag. I'd buy a dirt bag shirt. I'd be a Cleveland well, dirt bag. I, the one. Well, the one I've heard bag. is the it's Cleveland Wild Things. That'd be a song. The one, the one I've That'd heard is Cleveland Wild. Definitely things. very well known for After the movie. movie. That that yeah. thro- that throws back to yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yerp, yerp, yerp. Hashtag winning. No, uh, the the only the other side of it that that I thought um, might kind of pay off would be the performance arts center, but I don't know how to work that into a baseball name. I'll be honest. Or the Christmas story. If you could work something in there about Christmas story, that would be incredible. The Cleveland BB guns. <laughs> the Cleveland ass movie. Uh, what what? That movie was garbage. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna use this to transition to our next topic about Christian tradition, Christmas traditions. And here's the thing. Oh, I win. Here's the thing. I re- I I made a list of watch Christmas story for the first time ever this year. Okay. I haven't seen it in like two years. It doesn't belong in my top three. After rewatching it, it was a lot of nostalgia. Uh, does not belong in my top three. I, I will say it's it's in the top five, maybe top six. Um, what what handedly takes third place is Four Christmas. Four Christmas is a solid. That's a good movie. It's a good. Okay, movie. I watched that three times last year, and rewatched it this weekend, and I was laughing out loud at multiple times. The part where Reese Witherspoon gets thrown yeah. up on. When he's getting his cheeks clapped by uh, John Favreau, which shout out John Favreau, the Mandalorian is just oh, so good. Um, it's phenomenal. Four Christmases, easily top three. I amend my top three. I'm sorry for anyone Oof. I hurt. Cub, Home Alone's still not in top three. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm, I'm not going to put it in there. Just on principle at this point. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a matter of principle. <laughs> but it is Christmas. It is. it is Christmas week, boys. It is. It is. Everybody ready? Everybody have their it gifts? It is what it is. It is yeah, I do. what it is. I have bought all my gifts. I was a little bit I do have all year. my gifts. I have decided I have to go with uh, gift cards for everybody. I know. It's shitty. But it's so much easier. Sounds like Carson. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Carson move. Uh, I have like two more things to buy and then I'm done. And they're going to be through um, Amazon. Shout out Jeff Bezos. Lord Hayden, what just happened? What oh, just happened? Hayden just Hayden just sent me thirty-seven notification. All right. Well, I will go ahead. Are we supposed to say our Christmas traditions? <laughs> yeah. Hang on. I'm just reading through your brother's. Your brother just sent us a long list. I disown you. Insulting. <laughs> I'm guessing he just sent all of these during his flight when he didn't have Wi-Fi, so he just landed, is my guess. And I told him he had to listen once. to it, man. I told him he had to. It is Christmas time, boys. I want to hear some of your favorite Christmas traditions. My absolute, hands-down favorite tradition. This is my favorite tradition as well. I don't partake, but it's great. told, as it's everyone's favorite. Go ahead, Ronnie. The annual Pritchard Gingerbread Competition. It's a solid, uh, solid tradition. Um, my mom started baking these whenever we were, oh, young, 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 young. She got this thing. It's a pampered chef mold, and she makes gingerbread houses from scratch. Um, makes them. We started out with one house. Um, whenever the competition originally started, it no longer is one house. Um, but started out as one house. There was one year. Where she couldn't make them, she bought the store ha- store bought ones. We told her if that was the case, we just weren't going to do the competition. So she makes them every year, but we make some of these outlandish designed gingerbread houses, and we post them on Facebook um, so everyone can vote on them and tell us who won. So this year um, it'll be me and Brittany. It'll be Lizzie and Ryan. And Hayden is coming in on his own to take solo try to take Dola? the crown, and Mom's got her houses as well. Hayden's going on his own. He's going solo. He is going solo. But you know, the engineer doesn't need any help. He's a chemical engineer. He's not. He's okay, not a he still had engineer. to go to those basic classes where he still had to learn things. Okay, so he's going to be just fine. But it's one of my favorite traditions. In the past, we've made things like Magic Kingdom, the Up House. Um, Hayden one year made a train out of all of his houses. Big train, guys. It's a train theme with the Pritchard boys. And then um, there was one year, I wish we had pictures of it. I can't find pictures of it. It was my favorite house Hayden has made. It's my favorite house Hayden has ever made. He decided halfway through he was hungry. So he took a bite out of his house. (laughs) And then crashed a plane and crashed a plane, which was his two chimneys. He made like molded together to make a plane. Crashed him into his house, like painted the house like it was on fire, and used little um, not which bad. Sour Patch not Kids bad. is the fireman and first responders. Oh, by far one of my favorite Shout ones. Out We've made tree houses before. Fireman Alex. It's it's a good time. 
But stay tuned. We're having yeah, it on I, the twenty uh, sixth this year. Yeah, uh, every every year I always look forward to seeing what you guys make. Uh, there's been times you guys made a barn. I've got uh, a good idea. Seen Magic this year, Kingdom. Man. It was really cool. Got a good idea. Don't this spoil year. it. I want to wait. I'm not going to. And uh, I will give credit where credit is due. It is the girlfriend came up with the idea. We're just going to execute okay, it. It's okay. a great idea, and I think we're I'm on the edge of my seat here, man. Any other ones, or just 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 that tradition? Say what? Give any other favorite traditions, or is that number one? Uh, that's definitely number one uh, for me. Uh, but mm. other Christmas traditions. Well, like I said in the past, hey, over it's... watching some movies, uh, my dad and I always watch uh, Santa Claus together at least once. Oh. And then we try to make it down. We always try to make it down. Uh, the Houston yeah. Zoo puts on zoo lights. We always try to make it down there once a year. Um, but uh, mo- that's I don't know. I don't think any of our Christmas traditions can really top. Top my Christmas traditions can top the gingerbread houses. Carson, how about you guys? Well, okay, so I've got. I've got a few here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, my my favorite tradition. I'm gonna give a shout out to one of our very very close friends, Mr. Jacob and his family. My favorite tradition is definitely Colindy. That's hands down my favorite favorite tradition. It's, uh, well, it's 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 not a it's not an Anderson tradition. That's not a Anderson tradition. It's a very that's cool a, tradition that's that a I've been partake in the past few years. I'm not gonna get to this here, unfortunately, um, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm just. I'm not gonna have time. Uh, I would. I think they're doing it on the. Uh, I want to say the 29th or something. It just, it just. I can't. I'm. I won't be able to get down there. Um, but basically, it's uh, a group of people that they go out in a uh, small town in Central Texas. Uh, why? Why is the name escaping me? Bremon. Bremon. Yeah, Bremon. I want to say Belmont, but I knew that was wrong because that is the Belmont Stakes where horse racing occurs. That is not what we're talking about. Um, but in Bremond, a uh, big Polish town, and they basically go around and they have these houses pre-planned where they go around and sing Christmas carols in Polish. You know all the tunes. You don't know the words. And uh, you can't really read them because it's in Polish, and it's a bunch of consonants if you've ever looked at it. So... Uh, <laughs> and then on top of that, you drink a lot of beer, which is my personal favorite. But we'll tell you one. Say, so the first year I went, man. <laughs> oh, I it was in college with Cub. I went, and I don't know what his mom told um, told Jacob's sister, but every time my hand was empty, I like finished my beer, I threw it away, and she was there, cracked and like holding it up ready cracking <laughs> like, ready please sir here you go have another one and i got hammered jacob's little sister the goat honestly there's a guy in bremont who makes his own alcohol it's called it's called his hooch hooch it's, and it's, it's oh hooch. my nope, goodness it nope i just got that. put under the table not touching with it. that so it's Incredible. just it was so funny and then my and then while we were singing christmas carols going around town I like stood there and like I don't know Polish, I have no clue what I'm doing there. Jacob told me to come along, so I was like, oh, okay, sure. I'm I don't know Polish. Well, his dad calls me out for not singing, makes me sing the Christmas Carol alone. Anyways, it's an incredible tradition, a lot of fun. Uh, I so to bring it back to normal people, just caroling in general, I think is. 
is genuinely a, a lot of fun being able to go out, spend, spread some cheers, spend time with family. Um, but personally, with the Andersons, we, we do three things, really, every year. One I've talked about, so I'm not going to talk about it a whole lot, but we watch Die Hard on Christmas Eve every year. Um, I'll just leave it at that because <laughs> I know it pisses off Ronnie. But uh, the other thing we get uh, every year, we get the Christmas jammies, which I feel like most families probably do. Um, We're doing that this year for the very first time. First time, really. I, I get yeah. a new pair of Christmas jammies every year on Christmas Eve. We're doing matching PJs. We can oh, never yeah, get yeah, George yeah, yeah. to no, do it's, them. It's a full family thing. Yeah, all matching. But we we, we get we get Jamie's uh, every every twenty fourth is when we do all of our all of our presents like opening and everything is uh, Christmas Eve. Um, so we'll do Jamie's that night and then we'll wear them all day Christmas Day. And then what we've the one that really sticks out to me is and probably my favorite like actual family tradition. Every Christmas morning we wake up and um, after we've cleared the stocking and you know looked at what Santa brought us and everything, we uh, make eggs Benedict and eat it every Christmas morning. It's the it's it's the only time I I've, I, I ever have eggs Benedict. It's it's literally a once a year December twenty fourth December twenty fifth morning. That's it. But yeah, eggs Benedict. Hey, we do that every Christmas morning. Huh. In your glass of orange juice, right? Interesting. And my glass of orange juice. Well, I might switch to wine this year. We'll see. <laughs> been a long Telling year. You, cit- I feel like citrus on <laughs> citrus on Christmas Day. Oh mimosas at the Pritchard's house. Citrus on Christmas. I like that. Um, in my household, it's uh, it's it's not as intense as you guys. Uh, normally, we we used to, and I lived in California with all my family. Would do everything on Christmas Eve because um, that's, I guess, a Hispanic thing, and I guess the Candersons as well. But uh, since we moved to Texas, what we do every every Christmas morning is um, now my wife and I get there around nine a.m. and my mom has coffee made for us, and we also have orange rolls. So we eat orange rolls every Christmas. It's the only, pretty much the only time of the year I eat orange rolls, and they are so good. They're so much better than cinnamon rolls for some reason. Um, that's pretty much our biggest tradition on Christmas. And then um, one thing I love to do on Christmas is my mom always does a really, really good job with our stockings, and it's a lot of fun to just we go one by one and dig through our stockings um, and see what she got us. You know, it's things from like one year I got like a pocket, like a wallet, a multi tool. That was like the size of a credit card that had like a ruler on one side, a bottle open on another, uh, flathead screwdriver, like a bunch of just random tools on it. And I kept that in my wallet for years. Um, toothbrushes, toothpaste, things we might need, uh, gum, chapstick, stuff like that. That's been always like one of my favorite things to do uh, for Christmas. And we uh, that's one of my favorite our stockings things. every year are toiletries. That's all it is. But yeah, that's it. It's toothpaste, oh, shampoo, conditioner, wow. body wash, and uh, and toothpaste, and deodorant. Like we'll get deodorant in there, stuff like that. Those are big stockings. Yes, yeah. Get the one no, time that I, you buy I'm deodorant, not a smelly boy. <laughs> uh, you got any plans uh, this year for Christmas? Well, Carson? my so that's another tradition that I guess that I didn't mention. Um, my family recently in the past, what this past four years or so four or five years 
we have started doing vacations the week after Christmas every year. We go out on the 26th. We come back on the 30th every year. Um, the first time we went was a cruise. Uh, and ever since then, it's been like little stuff. We'll rent a cabin out somewhere um, or just kind of go be, be with family. But uh, they, we have rented a cabin in Broken Bow, Oklahoma again this year. Um, not sure if I'm going to be able to make it. Uh, I think uh, one of our uh, one of our friends, Thomas, is going to be in town. Uh, might might hang out with him. Haven't been on hang, hang out with old Fat Tom in a while. Um, I'm sure he'll be uh, a guest on the pod soon. He he can he can t- tell that story for himself. Um, but but yeah, we will uh, watch ourselves some Manhattan uh, or. Manhattan. Manchester, Manchester by the Sea. Come on, man. Manchester by the Sea will be watched the uh, week after December. Me and Thomas, we watch it every year or in, in the month of December. Um, but, yeah, it's, there no no specific plans, but supposed to be going on vacation. Um, no plans with the lady friend. Plans with the lady friend are a little are a, a little tough, just because she her her family's down in Houston, so she's she's gonna be going down to see them, and it's gonna be uh, t- tough for us to be able to connect. But we'll figure it out. Matthew, got any big plans this year? Uh so this upcoming. I mean, Hayden comes in tonight, so family's gonna be in town. Um, that's always exciting for the Pritchard family, especially since we're all over the place now, um, except for me. Um, <laughs> But uh, we're going to Zoo Lights on Tuesday. Um, the fam and uh, Brittany's coming with us there too. And then on Christmas Eve, I'm actually going down to spend Christmas Eve with Brittany and her family and just do some of their traditions. They actually have a tradition um, where their neighbor throws a party after this. So they go to they go to church. Her dad plays in the band at church. So we're going to go there. I'm going to go see that. And then we come home to their house and their neighbor throws a party and makes homemade tamales. So I'm excited about that. Ooh. Need to be friends with them. Um, But spending Christmas Eve down there and then um, Christmas Day, I'll be at the house having some mimosas with Hayden probably. And then uh, er, the 26th. Citrus on Christmas. Yeah, citrus on Christmas. Um. The 26th, um, Brittany will come up here, spend Christmas with my family, and we're doing the uh, gingerbread house competition that day. Ooh. That'll be fun. That sounds like a good little week. What about you, buddy? How about your plans? Um, I work pretty much all week. And then uh, 24th, we're going to go spend time with Alyssa's family. Um, they are hugely family-oriented. It's a lot of fun. And they have a lot of family nearby. Got a lot of cousins and whatnot. Her, one of her cousins just... Um, Found out they're having another girl today. Very exciting. Ooh. Shout okay, out Eric. Congrats. Exciting. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Eric's having another girl. And so we're excited for them. But I haven't seen them since really um, this all went down, since COVID kind of started. So we didn't get to hang out with them on, on Thanksgiving because um, they ended up getting sick. And just we had too many people, so it was going to be a danger anyway. But we're um, going to for Christmas just because we haven't seen each other in a long time. And so we're hanging out with her family Christmas Eve really late. Normally we do like a white elephant sort of thing. So I've got to find a... You guys have any 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 gift ideas for $10 limit for me to get? I do recommend a store, Five Below. Okay. If, if you want to stretch the limit just a little bit, 
Um, mm-hmm. our, our white elephant limit is uh, uh, $25, so I have a little bit more of a wiggle room than you. And I shot okay. under, but gift I got, $15. It is the uh, 15 Socks... 15 socks of Christmas, I think is what they call it. I don't know. It's a oh, like an advent calendar. But it's a it's a sock advent calendar. Oh, interesting. You get 15 pairs of socks for $15. That's not bad. You got to stretch your budget a little bit, but I mean, it's five bucks. Who really cares? Yeah. So we got to find two gifts for that. And then um, Christmas Day, we're going to be spending with my family. Uh, my, two bro- my two younger brothers are uh, 14 and 10. Ben just turned 10, like literally last week. Uh, so, oh man, they're, I they're I seen him in a minute. He's big, man. Do you hear about the guy with five penises? <laughs> His pants fit like a glove. <laughs> I remember okay. he was so proud of himself when he told that joke. <laughs> uh, that's my that's my ten year old brother's favorite joke uh, that he's ever told. And, and when he, actually, he, he actually told me this. He was what eight? No, younger, probably like six. Incredible. <laughs> I've, to I've be a honest, video of this. yes, you do. Uh, he actually asked about you the other day. He said, I haven't seen Carson in a really long time. How's he doing? Aww. Hey, you're a douchebag. Go visit my brother. Sizes. Yeah, go visit my brother, that's you fair. douche. He didn't ask about me. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's pretty much what we're doing. We're not doing too much. Um, I think I'm going to go visit Thomas when he comes in town because I haven't seen him in a few months. So it's always good to see him. I've never seen Manchester by the sea, so I'm going to You are not allowed. It is me and Thomas. <laughs> Casey and I are going to come ruin that. We're going to come. No, that yes. is me and Thomas. We no, so we're going to come. The, the, the Manchester by the Sea thing for for our listeners. I don't remember why, but me and Thomas were by ourselves in December. It was a cold December night, and we just decided, hey, let's go to the movies. Let's find something. We don't care what. And we just walked into this random ass movie. It was Manchester by the Sea, starring Ben Affleck. And it was cold. Casey, you could hear Casey. the wind howling outside. It was just it was, the setting was right, and me and him both fell in love with the movie. Was, isn't so it now, Casey Affleck it, in the movie? Was, yeah, Casey Affleck. Uh, and so we, this was what three, four years ago, and so now every year in December, me and Thomas make a point to get together so that me and him can watch Manchester by the Sea together. In the month of December. And no, you are not allowed to join Ronnie or Casey. Matt, maybe. Douchebags. You're douchebags. <laughs> Matt, maybe. So here's the thing. You're already making this Christmas decision. So let's go ahead. Let's move on. Let's move on to our next one. Christmas decision, boys. Uh, my mom usually makes a Christmas dinner every time we're there. Um, if we stay long enough. And she always makes a ham. Do you guys have a Christmas ham? Or do you guys usually go with like... I know people make turkey again, even though we just had it over Thanksgiving. What would you guys choose? Turkey or ham for this one? So, my family usually does some... I, we're, we, we are off the beaten path. Uh, we don't do your typical like holiday meals anymore. Because they're just, I don't know, oh, I mean, not overrated. Because I do love me a good ham or turkey. They're basic. But what like, do you guys make? Dad's like, let's cook something special. So this year we're doing chicken kebabs. Ooh, fancy. Carson? Um, so we are kind of the same. We don't do kebabs. 
but uh, we mix it up every year. We do a traditional Thanksgiving every year because we have a specific family member who shall remain nameless. His name's Caden. He's my cousin. He's a little shit. He's a listener. So, Caden. <laughs> he, he is very particular about his Thanksgiving dinner. He wants traditional every year. Um, turkey, dressing, sweet potatoes, yams, mashed potatoes. I mean, the works. Every year, okay. we can't mix it up at all. Is this is this pre or post Uno Cry? This is post Uno Cry. This is post Uno Cry. So that was ah. actually on one of our our Christmas vacations, the the week after Thanksgiving. <laughs> my cousin Caden. Uh, this was should had to be six seven years ago, I guess. But we went on. We were in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and we were playing Uno, and Caden managed to get himself. It had to be 40-plus Uno cards in a single hand. I mean, he was holding the deck. And I was sitting next to him. I just kept giving him draw twos, draw four wilds. Just kept on just laying on him. And I, it, it, he broke down whenever I gave him, like, a red, a red two. And he didn't have a single red in all of his cards. And just kept drawing and drawing and drawing. And uh, he, I, I, I brought my cousin to tears playing Uno. I, is this child it, abuse? This is a... Oh, oh! I, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Uh, but you know, it just makes him stronger. But uh, I say this to say that he loves his Thanksgiving dinners. Doesn't want any changes in it. Christmas dinner, however, we uh, we can mix it up. Um, tonight, I actually I hosted a Christmas dinner for the family. We did a white elephant. Uh, I got. I actually ended up getting getting my own present back. I got 15 pairs of socks tonight, boys. Congratulations, me! Round of applause. But uh, did you steal your own present back? No, 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 no. So we 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 do it a little. We do it a little different, actually. Uh, we do like everyone brings their white elephant gift. Everyone opens it, and then you put on like a 15 minute timer or 20 minutes, however long you want to do it, and you roll dice and you roll you roll dice, and if you get an even, you can steal a gift. If you roll an odd, nothing happens. You just pass the dice. You roll an eleven, it passes Ooh. to the right. You roll a seven, passes to the left. And it's a lot of rules. I feel like I'm playing King's yeah, Cup. Basically, okay, basically. sign me up, baby. And then whatever you end up with at the end of that round, like at the end of the 15 minutes, is the gift you get. And I just happen to end up with the socks. Interesting. Yeah, That's it's, a lot. It's, it's 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 kind of, kind of it's for the first like five minutes, people that haven't played it before are kind of like, uh, what the fuck are we doing? And they figure it out, 100%. and you're like, okay, I got it now. But okay. uh, but no, it's so fun. twenty minute um, story aside, what Italian. do you what do you do for Christmas dinner? Yeah, I know <laughs> we're getting real sidetracked here. I did Italian tonight. Oh, Love me some fun. Italian food. Um, Olive Garden or barbecue what? See, in the past. A- We've done barbecue in the past for Christmas dinner. Um, I think this year we'll. Uh, I'm not sure what my family is planning, but I'm sure. It, I, I think I've heard Mexican has been in the mix, like doing enchiladas, fajitas, Ooh. something like that. Um, but I don't know. It, 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 our Christmas dinner changes year to year. The the one that stays constant is Thanksgiving. I like to love me some. Thanks Mexican. to Kate. Uh, Tom Segura, he he has been a huge proponent of non traditional Thanksgivings, and he's like. They did steak and lobster this year for theirs. Oh, shit. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds pretty intense. Um, Matt, I probably know your answer for this I one already. Uh, sugar cookies or gingerbread cookies? Nothing can beat my mama's ginger snaps. Mama's ginger Nothing snaps are pretty good. Them. Yes, 
we will have you've had them, have you? I have. So you've had them. Yeah, I've had them. See, I haven't. I I knew I knew I brought some, so I don't know where it went. Sounds like Carson's badass was inhaling them. Okay, no, it might have been mine too. Hey, (laughs) hey, come on, man! I'm a proud member of the 250 Club. (laughs) Just smacked his belly like a drum. <laughs> um, but I, the, you will have a package coming to you this year. Say less. I have mom making us making Say some more. little go bags for you and our friend our friend group. Say less, Carson. You told me you told me you hadn't had any, and mom took that, took that as an insult. Listen, if she yeah, wants to send me some Sammies and some Not crackers as well. <laughs> Sammies no, and crackers? Sammies. Okay, yeah. What's send, your, what's send your send whole them, meal? Send them up, baby. Send them up. Uh, Carson, uh, sugar cookies or gingerbread man? And I, I will say, that yes, the Pillsbury uh, break and bake do count. Because I know you love to oh, eat baby. just the dough. I do love those Those are cookies. a game changer, though. I love eating those cookies raw. The Pillsbury. You get, the, you get a, little, a little Christmas tree on top. Just pop that sucker in. Oh, disgusting. Oh, you heard it here first. Talk, Carson loves it raw. Talk <laughs> about diabetic shock. Love it. Dude, those cookies are so good. But uh, see, I, I haven't made, had. I just say, I'm, I'm a big proponent of sugar cookies. Uh, I, I do like ginger snaps, gingerbread uh, cookies, and all, all those, but nothing holds true to a sugar cookie. Ronnie, what about see, you? Sh- the thing is, it's like. Gingerbread cookies are so good, especially if they're homemade or if you get like good ones. But if you put a plate of the Pillsbury sugar cookies in front of me, I will destroy an entire bag of them. Oh, hundred percent. And it's it's tough. It's tough to beat them. But as soon as Mama Connie's uh, sugar gingerbread cookies come in, it's going to be no question. So we call. So they are called ginger snaps. Sorry, ginger snaps. But Hayden calls them ginger squishies. Because my mom leaves them a little soft in the middle. Oh. It makes them so much better. Oh. Interesting. Makes them so much better. Just makes them so much better. Uh, real trees or artificial trees? We found out that the majority of Americans have artificial trees last week. Uh, boys, what do you, what, I have an artificial one just because it's easy. Uh, I do love real trees, though. I want a real tree once we get a house. I think I love... Th- I would love the essence and smell of a real tree. But I think that you're right. The artificial is a lot easier, which is why I would assume why that many Americans choose them. So I prefer I my my girlfriend in high school actually. Uh, yeah. Anyways, my girlfriend in high school. She uh, they her family did uh, did real tree, and I much prefer real trees personally. Um, I grew up with artificial. I have an artificial in my house. Um, mainly because of allergies, uh, cannot handle having a uh, have, having a real treat in the house. Get too stopped up, basically. Sinuses. It's all that cocaine. That is one reason why we don't have a real tree because there are plenty of us in the family that are allergic. Yeah. So I can't can I, I I probably could, but I didn't grow up with it because of my mom. My mom can't handle it. Uh, mm-hmm. I might be able to. Not sure. Uh, never, never really tried it. I might, I probably will in the future because I, I do prefer real trees. Um, but I currently have an have an artificial. Gotcha. Yeah, we're probably gonna get an, a real one uh, next year if we get a house, just because uh, I, I really like it. That's what we used to do when I was Uh-oh. a kid. 
Making big moves. Yeah, making big moves, man. Trying to be trying to be adult like Carson. Making big moves. Uh, when it comes to decorations right, on your right. house, are you guys going to decorate your homes? Because if you say no, I will say... You no? Know? No, I said I'm still a kid. You said oh. you're making big moves. You're trying to be an adult. I'm still a kid. Uh, are you guys... No. Carson, you put up lights this year. You're not, are you guys going to decorate did, your homes? I put up lights. <clears throat> I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for, like, the traditional, like, lining of the roof yep. lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wish, knowing my family, you can't line the driveway with lights. But I, I'm a sucker for that, too. That looks classic, crisp, clean, cool. Um, but my family goes a bit overboard with Christmas decorations. I love it, though, because like it, it's literally... I don't want to say it throws up Christmas because it's not that bad. But like, there's Christmas everywhere you look in our house right now. And I love it. So I will be a uh, decorator once I find a place. I never really decorated like a, ho- a house or an apartment I was in just because I was never there. Hey, that's a lie. We had Christmas lights okay, at Lemon Tree. they were up year-round, though. They were lining and our living room. And we had a Christmas tree. dies, Matthew. And we had a Christmas tree. Okay, the tree stayed up. The tree stayed up because we were lazy. The tree stayed up. You remember that one time you no, let Kevin Christmas eat Christmas? We also, had, we also had a crown royal topper. You remember that time you let Kevin eat Christmas uh, ornaments? Yeah, yeah. Now he I just, do remember now that he time. Just, he no, just I don't remember that time because I was sleepy. We had gotten Kevin. In that was like, the first time. That was like one of the first time Kevin came, or that was like one of the first nights in the house. Yeah. To clarify, Kevin is not a young boy that we have had that lived with us. He is my dog. I did name my dog Kevin. I feel like that should be made apparent so that, so that CPS that does not come after yes. us. You're welcome. I uh, but, not only got the plug for the dog, but also named the dog. But um, we, I, we had a, we had a fun, we had a night at y'all's house at Bardell Court, and uh, I fell asleep on the couch, and. Uh, Apparently, Kevin attacked the bottom of the tree and then pooped and threw up in the kitchen. <laughs> it was no apparent unless it was unless it was Landry or Connor. It was the dog. <laughs> so I don't think it was either of them. Yeah. They might have cleaned it up. <laughs> no, they didn't clean it up. I cleaned it up the next morning. Uh, but I'm a huge fan. Do you guys like the inflatables in the in the front yards? All right. Depends. I'm not. Personally. I'm not a big fan. So here's here's where I'm at with Christmas decorations. I I'm I'm definitely gonna be that guy. But I I have lights up on my house right now. Um, mm-hmm. I think next year I, I want to go in and actually do the peaks and do the driveway and and do more into it. Right now, all I did was the one strand going around the like lining of the roof. But I I want I think I want to go in and do the peaks next year. Anyways, hey, I've got a guy you can call. Anybody needs Christmas lights? Contact my boy Jace, uh, Priority One Landscaping. He's the dude, firefighter. Uh, he'll do your lights for you. Carson, you too. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, but as for inflatables, um, right now I would not put them up. But I, I do think they uh, they're not my favorite, but I think kids love them, and I know when I have kids, we'll see them in like Home Depot or Lowe's, and they'll say, "Oh, Dad, I want an inflatable." I'll be like, "Okay." Carson talking kids, and you have what? a bet on me being the first dad, 
And you're talking about kids? No, I'm just saying. You look at inflatables, I don't like them, but I know one day I'm going to have them. So you're saying you're going to have kids. That's all I'm saying. By next That's year. That's all I'm here. saying. That's all I'm saying. You're going to be the first one with kids. Mark my words. It's going to be you. Matt, you like the, you like the inflatables or not? Nah? I'm not an inflatable guy. I like them. They're lazy and easy. Nope, I'm not. Uh, so, I mean, we did put them up, and like, like Carson said, I mean... I do, I mean, they're fun to look at whenever you go by. I will tell you, we went um, kind of like looking around the neighborhood up here um, a couple nights ago, and some of the houses were very well done. They had inflatables mm-hmm. in them, and like, I don't mind. It's just got to be the right one. It can't be, for me, it's got to be the right one. You can't just What do, do you guys think about those houses? I, I, saw, I saw a house up here in Dallas that did a shitload of uh, Despicable Me inflatables burn that house down not not a pretty picture yep no what what do you guys think about those houses that do too much with like the leds and you have to turn your radio on a certain radio channel to listen to it so it matches like the beat of the lights oh my god there's one of those houses up here and like I know there's some computer engineer inside of there. The thing with me is, like, it would piss me off being his neighbor. Like, the flashing lights all the time would piss me off. Like, that would drive me nuts. I don't disagree. The best part about that house, though, is, like, they made theirs so extra. The next house, all they have in their front yard is a sign that has an arrow pointing to their house that says ditto. I need a picture. I need a picture of this. That person wins Christmas right That's there. That's great. That's phenomenal. Okay. I'll That's send it good. to you. I have I a that. picture one. Uh, but yeah, those houses are just doing too much, man. And uh, but Yeah, it definitely crosses yeah. the line. Carson, what movie did you watch this week, bud? Yeah, yeah. So uh, to round out the Christmas season here, um, I realize this is probably going to publish post Christmas, so kind of be going to be a little late for our listeners. But you know, for me, we were on time. But I need a drum roll here, boys. I'm gonna break out my my jingly Christmas sweater. I watched Jingle Jangle. What's that? I don't know what that is. I don't even want to know what it's about. It you is skip this segment. Jingle Jangle. It is a Jingle Jangle. A Christmas Journey is the full name. It's a it's a new Netflix movie. Um, it's a Christmas musical. Um, I'm out. I would, I would suggest. I know, Ronnie. It's not it's not overbearing by any means. Um, you watched Hamilton. Uh, right? The first forty minutes. All I know is Eliza. That's all I got from Hamilton, to be honest. <laughs> so, so Hamilton is completely musical. Like there's there's no there's no back and forth. There's no uh, dialogue for uh, dialogue. There's no it's dialogue. Like Les Mis, and I wanted to blow my brains um, out in that movie. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of Angry Man? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. Um. But in this, uh, there's there's plenty of dialogue. There, there, I would say there's probably maybe set six, maybe seven songs. So it's like total. High School Musical. And 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 there, yeah, it's like it's like yeah. High School Musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's there there's songs with plenty of dialogue. So it, it, I would say it's definitely up anyone's alley. Um, you don't have to worry about it being too musical, too much dialogue, that type of thing. It it, it hits okay. all the bases. Um, but essentially. 
essentially the idea, or I, I'll say this first, cast-wise, we got Forrest oh. Whitaker on here in the leading oh, role. Oh, all lazy oh, yeah, eye Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, and then, and then yes, lazy eye Whitaker. And we got Keegan Michael Key, the other half of Key and Peel. Jordan Peel, probably the more successful half, but okay. Well, hey, 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 hey. Keegan Mike and P- Key has his oh, moments. Definitely. Hey, but, Ron. Um, but the, the those are the the two two actors that that really stick out name wise at least I mean the uh, key is isn't necessarily uh, one he's more of a supporting actor. Forrest Whitaker is definitely the lead here. Um, but uh, story wise it's it's got it's got a good one here. He's essentially a toy maker. Um, has his design stolen by his apprentice. Um, who the apprentice ends up going on to be a very successful with his borrowed designs. Borrowed is in air quotes, and uh, ends up being being very successful. Is this Ultimately, is this Social Network? Are you watching it, Social Network? <laughs> oh no! No, no, I am not. No, I am not. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, it, it was good. Dude, that's kind of the general premise behind the movie. But if you want to get down to ex- like what it's all about, um, it's about kind of believing in yourself and uh, really trying to become all that you can be. Is the underlying theme behind it? Um, it, it takes a it takes a cool look at uh, at at belief during the Christmas season because obviously Santa Claus. What is it? Matt, you can probably help me with the Santa Claus 2 is about having Christmas belief, and if he doesn't get enough of it, Christmas dies or whatever. Yep. Um, this kind of takes a spin on that and says it's not about believing in Santa, it's about believing in yourself mm-hmm. and being being all that you can be, essentially. Believe um, who no. you want to be. B-A-R-B-I-E. <laughs> but no, it was... Uh, a definitely a good movie. I would, I would okay. suggest it. I really would. I actually might watch um, this one. Is this another Netflix yeah. original? Did you already say that? It's a Netflix original. Okay. It's a Netflix original. It's a. Uh, um, it is a near. There is one white actor. The rest of them are. Is, it, it's a all, all black cast. Is the Apprentice? Is the Apprentice white? Uh, the Apprentice is played by. Uh, um, oh, okay. So no. Uh, I think I don't. I, I saw a, a promotional thing for this on like Twitter or something, but I didn't see much like promotion from Netflix. Maybe. No, they they didn't do a whole lot but, of promotion. I watched it because my my uncle put, he posted randomly on it, uh, randomly on Facebook mm-hmm. about it, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I was looking for another Christmas movie to watch. Didn't want to do like a classic like The Grinch, which I actually ended up. I just finished watching a few minutes ago, um, but I, I wanted to do something a little different, not necessarily one of the classics. And uh, I would definitely say Jingle Jangle. It uh, it, it doesn't reach the precipice of being okay. a classic, but I would say that it definitely reaches into being put into the rotation of Christmas movies for for a yearly really? watch. I would say. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch it because I mean, it sounds like it's pretty good. I like Forrest Whitaker. I like uh, Key. I, I I would say that it, it, it reaches a really good midpoint where you can really enjoy it and uh, Liss could obviously really enjoy it as well being on the musical okay. side. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch this then. That's going to be interesting because I'm looking at it now and it's got, um, it's got a pretty good... Yeah, I think I'm going to have to watch this one. 
So I'll have to watch it. It sounds good. I like Forrest Whitaker. Um, but it sounds really crazy. Good old lazy good old eye lazy Whitaker. eye Whitaker. So yeah, I'm gonna have to catch it. But uh, what what's your score this week? So my score on this, um, I don't think it quite reaches my precipice of a seven point five. <laughs> I it's it's close. Okay. It's close. It's definitely upper sixes, near seven. Um, six point nine nine. Nice. I, I don't know. It's it's good. It's good. It's definitely really good. Um, I I get coming coming off the back end of this with with, with I do have a couple questions because it it obviously the main character Forrest Whitaker he's a toy maker that's that's his profession so I was curious and I mentioned this earlier they don't know if y'all have been thinking about it or not but if y'all have a favorite toy or gift I guess I should say that you ever got on Christmas whether it be Christmas Eve Christmas Day whatever. Oh, do I go ahead and go? Um, it's the uh, one of y'all. It's the, so you know the like racetrack. It's like a racetrack. You like put the little car. It has a little thing on the bottom of it that some engineer made. You put it in the mm-hmm. little track. You plug the little controller in, and you like pull the trigger. Little zip cars. You know, like races around. Mm-hmm. You what you call it? Are zip. Aren't they called like zip cars? Oh, it's something like that. But, like, we had one of those, like, you get to design your own track and stuff. Yeah, no, that was probably one of my favorite gifts because me, Hayden, Lizzie would always play with them. And uh, we still have them today. And I would say that's probably one of my favorite toys I've ever received. Huh. I like that. For me, I'm just, like, trying to think of, like, things I specifically got on Christmas that I remember and that I could, like visualize because i grew up as an only kid so like when i got stuff i played by myself Um, i'm trying to think of like back when i lived with my cousins like if there's something i got that we all played together that was a lot of fun but i can't think of anything on top of my head besides i got a i got a uh i got a a, is either the purple see-through game boy color or the yellow pikachu version it's gotta be the yellow one man i think i got the yellow one and i would play with it i'd play it all the time that was my jam was that because I used to play Pokemon Blue, um, any sort of Super Mario game, and like every time a new Game Boy come out, I'd get, I get, I get it. Like the Game Boy SP, the DS, and I would just, I crushed Mario Kart Seven on the DS, man. So I think that would have to be one of my favorite things because it kind of like jump started my love of like video games and like handhelds and like Pokemon stuff. I mean, I'm not a huge Pokemon fan now. I just recently bought a DS to play Pokemon again, but. I think that'd probably be one of my best ones. I mean, ones. I did I did like the like video games I've gotten too, but like, yeah, because I've gotten a lot of those over the years too. Yeah, I got like a PS2 but for my oh, I, I got a PS2 my like eighth or ninth birthday, and that might have been one of the best things I got because that was like my first console. Actually, that I think that would be like my favorite gift. It was pretty badass, Carson. What about you? I, I did love my PS2, um, which I think I actually got for Christmas yeah. as well. But my the one gift that really, really sticks out to me as a kid, I was, I guess I was probably 10 or, no, we were, we were in the old house. So I was probably 10, 10 or 11. And uh, I got a four-wheeler <laughs> gotcha. for, uh, for on Christmas Day. 
We're talking here. Little little zip yeah. cars. Hey, hey, hold Game on. Game boys. On. And he's like, yeah. I got a four wheeler. Yeah, I got a four wheeler. Can we, yeah. can we can we we're gonna take a minute and talk to Jeff here? Hey, Jeff. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. That may have been a poor decision, buddy. He's not you, dead. You, no, you, he, know he that, you know me. this kid? He's not this dead. Kid, this kid just... You gave him at, at 10 a four-wheeler? Is he dead? Come on. Poor decision. And honestly, I think he might have been younger because we we moved into the house that my parents are in now. I think when... I was I was 11, I think. And I think I got it a couple, a couple or a few years before that. So I think I might have been 8 or 9. I am shook. Love that thing though. Oh man, that thing would go. Yeah, because you were nine. There's no so weight on much it. Fun. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the, I think a lot of the reason why I liked it so much is because, like, my my dad had a four wheeler. We would we would go out we would go out like hunting and we would take his four wheeler out, all that. And it it made me, it it just made me feel like like a grown up. I guess if yeah, that makes you sense. Felt more like a. Like it, it made me it made me feel That's cool. I like that, but I would say that is definitely my my the one gift that like really really sticks out to me as, as a kid growing up that the that that I identify with the most. I guess I like, the, I like the fact that you said that it made you. Obviously, feel if, if you know if you if you know me at all, I have a bit of a lead foot and like to uh, take my chances uh, on the. On as the you road. say, is that so. why you peel oranges at ninety miles an hour? Hey, 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 Again. hey. I think I was plus 100 whenever I was doing that, but, you know. Again, for the audience, uh, <laughs> how many speeding tickets do you have? Um, I have gotten nine speeding tickets, all of them plus Good 20. Lord. 20 That's plus. just a shock every time I hear it. Every time I hear it. You have another question for us? Is that it today? Uh, I do have another question. It's along the same lines, and the reason I ask this is that uh, one of the big things in Jingle Jangle is a uh, uh, this robot, basically that is um, that can interact with you. Is essentially what it is. It's a interactive robot, but like it can talk to you, move around. It can fly the whole night. I mean, it's it's really pretty cool. They call it Buddy Three Thousand. Um. But uh, I, they kind of spurred a question to me. Like, obviously, that's not capable in this in, in 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 this world. I mean, it might be one day, not now. But have you ever had a toy that you dreamed about that you wanted to get, or or maybe like a um, like something you something you wanted to have that that just wasn't physically possible, or maybe that you just didn't get, or or, or what that what that might be. Well, not physically possible. I'd like teleportation to be a thing. <laughs> you just want to be able to say, beam me, Scotty? Yeah, just beam, go wherever you beam want. Me up, beam me up, Scotty. Come on. Um, <laughs> a toy I didn't get. I don't know. Um, I, I, goes, do, I do have one for this, and, and I can start it off. It if, ca- if no, 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 no. I got it. Uh, it kind of goes along with the... Uh, I mean, the gift I did get, we got the little racetrack. Um, you know us, Pritchards, we're big train guys, a model train. Big train guys. I, want, I, I love in the movies, you have the like little model train that like runs around the bottom of the, or the base of the tree. Mm-hmm. 
my that one and a weenie whistle. Do, we used to do one of those as a kid. Oh, what, what, and wait, 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 what? My mom brought it back this hang year. On, hang on, hang on. Ooh, Cars, okay. makes me Cars, so hang mad. On, hang on, hang on. We're not brushing over this. A, a what? A what whistle? A weenie whistle. You never seen those? What are you saying? <laughs> it's a weenie. It's a. It's a. Listen, it's a I whistle. understand the English words are coming to your mouth. What is a weenie whistle, sir? It's, it's literally a whistle that puts out this high pitched noise. It's almost like a kind of like a dog whistle, but it looks like a little weenie, like a little weenie from like Weenie Hut, or not Weenie Hut. Uh, the like, um, Oscar Mayer weenie. Oscar Mayer weenie whistle. What are you? What? That has to do with the fact that we watch, We started watching uh, Santa Claus at a young age for me. And Neil wants a weenie whistle. And I told my dad one year I wanted a weenie whistle. I googled this. It's it. There's a weenie whistles that you can buy. But they're in the shape of the Wienermobile. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yep. That is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, you just want me to blow weenie all the time <laughs> you heard it here first I can buy us on Amazon right now how much is it it is I can buy it for $16 right now listen Matt your dream Christmas gift is $16 that's that on Amazon doable. Go get you a weenie whistle. Oh shit! You're not gonna get it for me. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm just. Oh my god! I, I really wanted a PSP and be 100 percent honest with you. I PSP. won one. How did you win one? Wait, you won one? I won one. So we were up. So this is in in Minnesota. We used to go as a family when Hayden went to hockey camp. Um, when he was younger, he went to hockey camp. At um, Heartland Hockey Camp up in uh, Deerwood, Minnesota, run by Steve Jensen, who's a uh, former Olympic athlete. Shout out, Steve. On Team USA. But um, run by Steve Jensen, and he he went up there. We went to Rutgers Bay Lake Lodge while he was up at hockey camp. And me, Mom, Dad, and Lizzie would always go to Rutgers while he was up there for the two weeks he was there. And we would go, and Rutgers had this thing called, it was a bingo night. And bingo night, um, the big prize is, it's the blackout. You have to fill out your whole card, and you call it. And if you call it, it's the ones that you have, it's the fancy little bingo cards. You look like, slide the thing over and fill it in. And the, the payout that night for blackout, when I won, was... Three hundred dollars. I took that three hundred dollars and turned it into a PSP. Oh, at a kid. I really wanted the all-white Darth Vader version. That's oh, what I wanted. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was spicy. Yeah, that's what I really wanted. I never got it. Do love uh, me the PSP though. I'm still. I think PlayStation's bringing it back. It was a, it was a good Damn. purchase. I really wish they're trying I could to find mine. It's in box somewhere. Let me see if I can. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they're bringing it back. Uh, my so mine is not attainable. Um, well, I, I guess I take it back. It depends on who you talk to. Um, but I always wanted like an ET. You wanted an alien. I wanted an ET for for myself. 
I wanted a little baby alien to be able to r- r- ride around in my in, in, in my bicycle basket <laughs> or on the back of my four wheeler. I always wanted an ET. Always wanted an ET. Yeah, that's that's hella unattainable, buddy. Oh no, I know it is. Uh, well, I mean, hey, like I said, it depends on who you talk to. UFOs are a real thing. Yeah, that actually got confirmed by the government this year. That's funny. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think that's uh, that's what I wanted. It was a PSP. You wanted an alien. Very interesting. Uh, any more thoughts on the movie, Carson? No, I mean, I mean, like I said, I mean, I really, I would suggest this, especially to couples, um, because, it, like I said, it um, it it hits me. It hits the musical side. It hits the dialogue side. Um, there's there's pretty good action in it too. Like it 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 it's a good it's just a good solid movie just in general. So you're saying um, date night? No, oh, definitely a date night movie for sure. But no, I, uh, I I would definitely suggest it. Um, doesn't quite broach the seven point five that we all know and love, um, but but uh, it's definitely definitely in the okay. sixes. It's definitely a high good. six. Sweet man. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Like I said earlier, we have a special rendition of Hot Athlete of the Week. And by that, I mean we've asked our girlfriends and my wife plenty of times at this point. We all know what they like. Um, we Last week, we asked our friend Casey to ask his girlfriend, Laura. This week, oh, man, we have a good one. Matt, who'd you ask? We asked, we asked Mama Connie. We asked Matt's mom. We asked Mama Connie. Miss Pritchard, Matt's mother, Mama Connie, coming in clutch. Who'd she pick? Who her hot athlete of the week was. And she picked... Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we announce, how awkward was it asking your mother who she thought the hottest athlete in the world was? Carson, you realize how many times I've gotten drunk with this woman? Not awkward at all. I asked her... No, you're not wrong. <laughs> who her hot athlete was, and she had him... On deck, <laughs> rattled him off. Yeah, she rattled she him off. had him on deck. Um, her hot yeah, athlete Matt, of the week was one? Roger Federer. Ah, makes sense. Your mom Ooh, loves tennis. Good pick. Your mom loves tennis. That makes she a lot is of a sense. tennis player herself, so maybe she chose this one just solely because of that. But Roger Federer, uh, just go ahead and look at some of his career stats. First off, oh, his biggest stat is gonna be the money he pulled. The in dude. One. I was going to look him up. I know they are. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got some absolute numbers. He has 103 singles wins, singles titles. 103 singles titles. Second to only Jimmy Connors. I have no idea who that is. No idea who that guy is. 103 singles titles. He's a leader in singles wins. Eight doubles titles. He's what one two three four fifth on the list in total titles by singles and doubles. Um, and let's see, he you want to know you want to know his net worth? I'm afraid. No, I don't because it's gonna make me feel bad. Want to know his net worth? What is it? Because tennis players make way too much damn money. Hundred six million. Hey, that's more money than I'm ever gonna. million dollars is his net worth. Good on him. Nine million. figures. Quick maths. Quick math. But you want to know how much he's won in net in prize money? A hundred and six million. Nope. No, it's mo- it's gonna be most from sponsors. It's gonna be more than that. 
Any guesses? Um, two hundred and twenty million. Nope. But you say it's more. It's more than a hundred and six billion or million. Sorry. Um. You know what? I'll be crazy with it. I'll throw seven hundred fifty million out there. Why not? No, it's a hundred and twenty nine million nine hundred and forty six thousand six hundred and eighty three. Ah, oh, damn. It's a lot of money. It's a Dude lot of money. Is an absolute machine. An he, absolute. He machine. low key looks like your dad. So let's just go to lie. his overall record. His overall record is one thousand two hundred and forty two and two hundred and seventy one. Jesus, love those numbers. Yep, eighty two percent. Eighty two percent win hold rate. Hold on, read that back. Eighty two percent win rate. Okay, I have the number uh, right here. Eighty two percent win rate. Ah uh, damn. Grand Slam single wins, single results. He's won every single Grand Slam known to tennis, being the Australian Open, the French Open, Wimbledon, and U.S. Open. He's won U.S. Open five times. He's won the French Open once. He's won Wimbledon eight times. And he's won the Australian Open six times. Your mom likes winners. That's what I'm hearing. I mean... It's Why pretty evident, like man. Oh. Okay, all right. I am the Zero. favorite, and don't even deny that. Hayden, Lizzie, I don't know if you're listening. Maybe you are. I am the favorite. That's why I'm at home. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot coming. That was a lot. That was a lot. All right. Lots so, back there. so some unpack. fun facts about Roger. You ready? Yeah, let's give us give us the fun facts here. Where's Ro- do you guys know where Roger Federer is from? Uh, England. I assume England, but nah, I really know Spain. He's, he's from Spain, from Switzerland. Oh, he's from Switzerland. Oh, hey, I really want to go to Switzerland. What records does Roger Federer hold? Here you go. Here's some more. Um, he's won 17 Grand Slam titles. 17. 17. He also won an Olympic gold medal in doubles. Oh, good for him. Huh. Olympic gold medal in doubles. And he speaks Swiss, German, French, and English fluently. That's impressive. Four languages. He's uh, his good luck charm? You guys want to go ahead and guess what his good luck charm might be? His water bottle. A necklace. Tweety Bird. Excuse me? <laughs> I can't explain it. I can't explain it. His good luck charm is Tweety Bird. <laughs> Roger Federer, come on the pod. We need explanation. <laughs> we need some explanation. Uh, he's married to. He's married to, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna just absolutely destroy your name, sweetheart. And I'm very sorry. Makara Venevirik, a former professional tennis player. I felt like that was close. And he also founded the Roger Federer Foundation, which supports sports. And education in, for children in Southern Africa. Oh, good on him. Those are some fun facts about Roger. Good on him. But I don't know if at this point you guys have gotten the chance to look up our guy, Roger Federer. Yeah, I, I've said this a couple times already and you ignored me completely. Real thoughts. Uh, he low-key looks like your dad. Does he? What? Wait a minute. What? Do I have the wrong guy in my head? Because I didn't You're look him up. You're definitely going to have to look him up now. He low-key looks like your dad. Yeah. Everyone Google. It, it's it's very subtle. 
And I don't think it's spot on. I spot don't on. disagree. But he low key looks like your dad. No, I gotta I gotta get you guys a picture of George oh, with brown I can hair. See it. <laughs> George with brown hair, that's him. Alright. Like no joke. I can see it. I can Shall see Johnny. it. That's George with what she brown likes. hair. Also, how old is Roger Federer? Thirty nine. Okay. There you go. Thirty nine. I, th- I I I thought he was pushing fifty. No, thirty. I'll be honest. For some reason. Unless Wikipedia mm-hmm. is lying to me. Uh thirty nine. It's not. Forbes 39. says the same thing. Still, 39 playing at that level of, of professional sports is incredible. Uh, yes, 100%. But uh, here's the thing. I think headband, uh, I was seeing a bunch of pictures of him. Headband Federer, hot. No headband Federer, not hot. Homie's widow peak, peaks are getting to the Ooh. middle of his head. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good point there, Ron. I do good like headband point. Federer, but... I'm saying he's mm-hmm. hot, not only because of the headband. Because you're, because he looks like your dad. Because he looks like no. your dad. Look at his logo. His logo. Look at his logo. Look up Roger Federer's logo. He does have a sexy logo, and Nike just brought it back to. Oh, the Nike RF just brought it back like this year. You're talking yeah, about the, the RF? RF. Yep. That's pretty good looking. Tell me that is not just a delicious looking logo. You got a weird thing for logos. Dude, come on. You know. He's got a Rolex partnership. Yeah. You want to know why? Wimbledon, sponsored by Rolex. Mm. He's won it eight times, Ronnie. Eight. Oh. Oh. That's wild. Uh, Again, I say headband Federer, hot. No headband Federer, not hot. That's my opinion. I would have to agree with our our co-host here, Ronnie. No headband Federer, not hot. But you, you break out a you break out the headband or the logo oh, or the logo. He's hot. See, that's the thing. Logo Federer. Hot. I'm giving him. I'm giving him the hot rating. I'm giving. I'm breaking out the sweep because this dude just smashes it stat wise. Is it considered a sweep if there's contingencies on Carson and I's? Oh, I don't know. It's an asterisk. Okay. Mark it up. Astros. We'll call that Barry Bonds on this show. We'll call it an Astros World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> oh, so good. You guys got anything else to say before we wrap up here? No, I don't think I do. I don't think so. I, th- I don't think so. Hey. Ronnie, take us home. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys. I love you too. I love you guys so much. I love you guys. Merry same, Christmas. Dude. Love both of you guys. This is the same reason we're Merry here. Merry Christmas. We're here spreading uh, joy to ourselves and to our listeners. So, yeah, just love love being here. Love doing it. Yeah, thank you so much again for listening to us, guys. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ODP underscore pod. Matt, what's our Instagram again? It is at Open Door Policy Pod. There we go. We usually post like uh, snippets, clips from the this week's episode or the week coming up just to kind of keep up with us. Um, don't forget to like and follow us on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Oh, don't forget to rate us, too. Give a couple five-star ratings. We appreciate that. Um, but as always, have fun. Be safe. Make good choices. LOL, lots of love. Don't let the next 15 minutes ruin the next 15 years. And remember, doors always open. Catch you guys later. Tell somebody you love them.